Good afternoon and welcome to Susan Harmon Experience. She, we are uh, all ecstatically happy about beginning 2020, a new year, a new decade, and I am breathing better, sounding better, feeling better. How about you, Eric? (laughs) (laughs) I think all those things. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, last week we were both a little... uh, (laughs) Yes. We both have, you know, even though we're in uh, different states, we somehow seem to have the same cold. Yeah, we were the we were in the same state of being, <laughs> geographically different states. And I was just saying before we went on the air how uh, I talked to people all over the country in in Virginia, in uh, Kentucky, in Washington State, and you know, uh, Florida, and they all have the same. I'm talking to people. I all have the exact same cold. Just weird. It's oh, going around. It's going around. It's it's almost like it's gone viral. That's oh, 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 very good. The other laughter you're hearing is my daughter, Heather Sherrick, who is my guest today. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, she's uh, she's uh uh actually going to be a big contributor to uh to what we're going to get to the there's uh, uh some increased ufo activity has been increasing the last uh, two months and uh has gotten much uh much stronger in, in in various places and i'm wondering in some ways if it isn't due to some actions of our fearless leader hmm. uh, uh, it, it, there's a possibility, you know. Uh, one of the things that I'm gonna I'm gonna get into this really quick and then circle back. You know, you know me. I always go in a straight line. <laughs> My a circuitous logic here. Uh, there's re- often reported in, uh, increased UFO, UFO activity around military bases. Uh, the people that follow that and 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 uh, do the stats on that it's very interesting and there was a movie that came out some years ago and i saw it on television oh about a month or so ago i hadn't seen it fire in the sky is that the name of it where the guy got taken up into a ship uh in in around flagstaff up in uh up in that area and he disappeared for days and then, and it was he was really messed up psychologically, and they kept trying to accuse him of making up the story. And they'd like, the other yeah, people were like, "Why would it. they make this up? <laughs> I mean, right. what, what, what would, what's the advantage of having their lives torn apart by making something up?" You know. Anyway, uh, it was interesting that I would see that movie after not having, uh, you know, known anything about it in years. Uh, at that time, just. Just, just saying, but we've had uh, some very uh, unfortunate things happening last night. Uh, Donald Trump ordering a drone strike on the uh, Iranian general who has done so much uh, for you know he is seen as a hero in Iran. We do not see him that way as a nation. Well, sure. Uh, we we have different viewpoints. However. There's this thing called diplomacy, mm-hmm. and that often prevents violence. Um, my my view on this, no matter what, our, the Middle East is not an easy is not an easy thing to understand. No, it's not. And anyone who pretends that it is it, is not very bright because uh, it's not just. You can't say Muslims. There's different sects that don't like one another. Mm. I mean, we can talk about uh, Christians. But I, th- we have... I, th- I thought Jared Kushner was going to sort it all out by now. Well, you know, he's just, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I thought I think he's probably done ex- as much as he could and just said, OK, daddy in law, let's. Uh, Did, yeah, he? Did he do anything? Has he done anything <laughs> but besides inherit money? Yeah. I mean, seriously, has right. he done, has he succeeded in business any more than his father-in-law? No. No. And, uh, I mean, both of their, both of their fathers, both Jared's father was a crook too. He did go to prison mm-hmm. uh, for his actions. Uh, Donald Trump's father cut a lot of corners being generous here, uh, you know, and was a racist. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. 
you know, so uh, there is there are very there are there are strong similarities in their in their families. I mean, when Ivanka Trump says, "Well, if my father gets reelected, I don't know if I'll come back." Uh, well, I don't. <laughs> it nepotism at its finest. Does, uh, does she make come back to the White House or come back to the, the country in general? <laughs> well, you know, I have a friend who two years ago said he, that she saw the whole family on an airplane going to Russia. Mm. And I just had a had our resident astrologer, Cheryl Hopkins, and part-time uh, activist, <laughs> his uh sent me a thing this morning from, um, oh gosh, I can't remember, uh, what, uh, it, it's something that I, that I see a lot on there and it, uh, 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 well, I've certainly predicted that, uh, after Trump loses the 2020 election, he will move to Moscow, uh, to live like an oligarch so that he can avoid any prosecution because he won't have anybody to pardon him. I'm sure he's going to, uh, attempt to pardon himself uh, but while that's tied up in courts <laughs> for years afterwards you know yeah. he's gonna um, scoot over to moscow yeah we we uh, yeah there's definitely that but anyway what what she had said was you remember we did a thing on the show several years ago uh about looking at all of the connections with russia with everybody in the trump administration mm -hmm. and the money the money that was being funneled uh, to them uh, through deutsche bank from the russian oligarchs and so forth and there all of a sudden it's like breaking news like didn't we talk about that two years ago you know that the money from that was funneled to him through deutsche bank came directly from russian oligarchs sure I'm, I'm, and all of a sudden now it's it's breaking news. I'm like, where were these people two well, years ago? I'm, I haven't seen that as breaking news, but I think any time there's investigative journalism that backs up, you know, what we've been saying, it's always a good thing. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely is because, uh, uh, you know, that's what that's what these guys do. I mean, it's just uh, let's see. Uh, I'll find this. I hate it when I when I'm trying to remember something and it's just slipping out of my brain. Explosive report is what it's daily costs and daily costs is usually on top of things, but it said uh, explosive report report indicates that Donald Trump's loans from Deutsche Bank were backed by Russia. Mm -hmm. But that's you know not news. It's just. <laughs> I mean, it just probably be, needs to be reiterated. Well, yeah, and so. also new evidence uh, for, you know, the sort of thing keeps the sort surfacing. Of thing. Just like surfacing the, over and know, over. The, the, of course, we know, you know, with the Ukrainian thing that Trump is the one responsible for, you know, holding aid to them until they did a favor for him, <laughs> which was investigate Joe Biden. Uh, or at least make the claim Agreed that they were to going it. to. Yeah. Right. And uh, of course, we and all knew hours, that. And he admitted hours. that. Yeah. yeah. But right. recently, but, there's been new emails that back that up even more. Exactly. And so exactly. the breaking news is not that that happened. It's that, hey, here's more evidence of that You're right. has come it to light. It didn't say yeah. breaking, it's an explosive. Sure. I, <laughs> I used the wrong adjective. Well, I, I think it. Your point is the same, though, that we knew right. this stuff, but I'm just saying that more, know, evidence. more evidence, you know, is still newsworthy. But don't you think that attacking Iran, bringing all this stuff up, this isn't something new uh, that, you know, all of this stuff in the Middle East is a really good distraction from the impeachment? Of course. I mean, it just seems to me... Uh, I mean, I don't think he's wholly responsible for it. Uh, I mean, the Iranians have done some stuff, and there's the these different and see, people are confused. So, like, well, how did they attack him in Baghdad? Why was he in Baghdad? Mm -hmm. Baghdad's in Iraq. It's not in Iran, right? And uh, so, there's so much complexity to what's going on. Trump is not a complex person, and his advisors are not complex people. They 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 get easily confused. Mm -hmm. 
Um, when you're motivated simply by greed, you're willing to ignore a lot of stuff. True. And I kind of think that that's part of the issue is the people who are real thinkers are not being listened to. Uh, mm -hmm. When you listen to the head of a country who, let's face it, P Putin is not fond of the United States, never has been, okay? But if you take his word over your own intelligence people, right. that is, that's insane, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, I have a hard time understanding how people are more entrenched in their political party than they are in their country. I called Debbie Lesko's office, lucky me, that's my representative now. Uh, <laughs> I called her office this morning and said Congress has to stand up and, and, and step back and come at this in a diplomatic way. Uh, this isn't all on Trump either because this, this slippery slope has been going on for a long time. Well, think about where we were uh, with the Iranians when uh, Obama left office. We, we were had, in a good position. Well, yeah, we had a deal with them that contained their nuclear program for 10 right. years, and we were in the driver's seat to have more diplomatic uh, you know, breakthroughs and right. a, a chance to continue to bring them into, you know, the, the in, into the, the peaceful uh, discussions that you know could have set you know the groundwork. Now that and that's not saying that they necessarily would have been good actors for the whole time, but at least we had the groundwork there to have a, a peaceful outcome. And instead, we've gone completely the other way, and you know it's like we're racing towards a, a war that well, I, nobody wants. Okay, well, nobody with any sense wants. Uh, but then we also have Yemen. You know, we have Syria. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of things are going on in that region. I mean, there are millions of people dying for no good reason because we're, we've got our nose so far up, the Saudis, you know what, uh, that we'll do anything that the Saudi Arabians want because the people that are pulling the strings are the ones that are selling the weapons to the Saudis. Right. And they're willing to pay. Meanwhile, children are starving. Uh, there's disease, cholera, all of this going on because of our inability to, to look at things from a worldview and humanity. I mean, what's wrong with being humane? Do you have a problem with that, Heather? No. I mean, no? <laughs> you, you, don't you think that, that being loving and kind to other people is, is a better way of getting them to work with you? Of course. I mean, I mean seriously, well, if, if I go over to the neighbors with a plate of cookies, right? isn't that better than if I'm sitting in my house and, and holding a machine gun you know, in their direction? Right. I agree. Of it course. seems pretty simple to me. I mean. Even though I've already said it's a complex situation, but our responses to complex situations don't have to be complex or twisted. I don't know, Eric. What do you think? <laughs> I, I think the the responses should be complex, maybe not twisted, but right, you know, right. I mean, it, it's tough when you get into these simplified metaphors because your neighbors right. may have the machine gun, and when you well. walk over with the cookies, it may be yeah. you know a bad seed. So <laughs> it yeah. could be, yeah. could be cookies and blood splattered all over, over. the middle of the street. Yes. But everything, so like dealing but, dealing with these situations, you need nuance, you need smart people, and correct, you need people correct. that consider all the potential outcomes of every action you take. You know, correct. You, yeah, doing things by your gut is <laughs> is usually not the smartest way. Uh, if you're not considering, if your gut is not considering all the you know potential right. outcomes of a situation. But I honestly feel that uh, that his main motivation is to distract from the impeachment. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a simple, simple 
well, I got an idea. We'll just go do this and everybody will say I'm a hero because, uh, you know, and that's how I'm going to win the election because I'm the strong man and everybody loves the strong man. Well, that simply actually isn't true. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at how things are, there's one path that's going very negative and there's another path that's going very positive. And you look at, um, I don't know if you saw this when they were talking about the reports on, on um, contributions to campaigns. You know that Bernie Sanders broke an all-time record? Mm-hmm. He had 5 million donations from 1.2 million people. That's never, never happened before, ever. He raised something like 34 million, I think. Yeah, and um, it's not the total. It's the number of people, that you know, true. the small donations. But when, when it comes to... This is this is a, a a sticky wicket, I think, because right. when you look at the Trump side and they've raised like 150 million, right? Uh, and you know, are on the left, uh, Bernie Sanders has raised the most, uh, but it's still like 34 million, which is a drop in the bucket compared to the 150 million. And yes, but it's the numbers of donors sure, within those. Sure, but it's when you get difference. to when you get to a general election, does that matter to the American people when they're, you know, one side has this huge war chest, and they can, you know, roll out tons and tons of advertising, and the other side, you know, may have more people well, behind it, but doesn't have the resources to win a national election. I'm I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because. AOC talked about we, we talk about the uh, uh, you know the 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 voters and the non-voters and and you know it, you know uh, trying to do the swing votes okay so what she start is talking about is swing voters in terms of non-voters to voters so it's it's so again what you're talking about oversimplistic when people say oh they just don't care they're uninformed and this is why they don't vote no she uses a term that i like they don't consent to nonsense they they don't want to be they want to pull back because they just think that that if they participate in this they're just consenting to things that don't make any sense and and this is these people are being ignored and so they, there's a real effort to get the non-voters to become voters and saying, look, you actually can make a difference. You have the ability to make a difference. And, um, you know, I mean, we look at the statistics on things that when I hear people say, oh, it's the left view, you know, the majority of people, I'm a centrist, but I don't believe in Medicare for all. Well, 70% of the people in this country do believe in Medicare for all. So if you don't believe in it, you are not a centrist because that 70% is a pretty good, pretty good majority. And like 58% of registered voters support free college and canceling student debt. So that's not a left-wing position. That is very centrist because people that aren't registered to vote believe all those things too. The non-voters are really a much higher percentage. So it's a huge percentage of Americans that support free college and canceling student debt. We spend over $20 billion a year supporting fossil fuel with, with welfare. We give them welfare. They have higher profits than they've ever had and we're still giving them I, I don't know it's 20.5 billion or so I don't know what it's over 20 billion a year that we give the fossil fuel industry mm-hmm. and then you turn around and you look at what we spend on on military the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute this is in figures from 2018 so you know a year and a half or so ago uh, it's over what 1822 billion that's a lot of money is spent on military 36% of that 649 billion dollars is spent by the United States of America on the military that's a lot of money for 649 billion dollars let's just give them let's just take 600 billion away right <laughs> only give them 49 billion we can do everything we wanted to do with infrastructure here, with education, with um, uh, health care. Because right now we have a sick care system. People die every single day because they can't afford insurance. 
And I just think that there are two things that are happening simultaneously uh, in our country right now. There is this anger. There's all of this going on. But there's also there's also a tremendous amount of awakening and, and, and love and saying, wait a minute, we don't have to do things this way. We don't have to scream and holler at each other. We don't have to. You know, the Russians have gone on um, social media, Facebook especially, and done both sides of things to stimulate people to fight with each other, sure. to make us in this country be angry with each other. And I think, to our credit, Eric, that this show, we try to find ways to bring people more together. What can we build on? We don't agree on things. What can we build on? I'm a, Rachel Alexander sent me a, a thing because I had sent her a thing about winter solstice saying that, well, no, the Christians didn't steal winter solstice. And I haven't had the time, and I wasn't feeling good, to, to write, write my own little article countering the article she sent me. But I'm going to do that. But I'm going to do it in a very logical, clear way, not like, well, you're really stupid. You know, so how do we talk to each other? You, know, I don't, you and I don't agree. We didn't agree the last presidential election on who we supported. But we get along just great, I think, don't we? <laughs> who, me and what? you? Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> Eric and Susan, do we get along? Sure, sure. Sure, sure yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Cough is almost gone. But... Uh, what the people of this country really want is not what we're seeing in our policies. The policymakers and the people are not in concurrence, and that is a real issue. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, again, I feel like it's more, it's more complicated because, uh, you know, if people don't vote, then they don't get the representation that they want. And it's more complicated because you have a, a, a government that's set up to give power to, you know, minorities, minority states is what I'm talking about. The states right, right. with less uh, population. Uh, right. And it's so that that is more balanced. We give weight to states and some states are more conservative than others. So it's not ever been about majority views, unfortunately. Right. Uh, it's often about, you know, what can be passed, you know, um, and. And we've always done compromise. Sure, I don't have yeah. a problem with compromise. I have a problem with capitulation. Go ahead and go go further with that thought. Go further with yeah. that's timing. You did it. Um, I think that uh, when when both people like like one like okay, we uh, we want to do this or we want to do that on something. For instance, um, why should we be paying more for pharmaceuticals than other countries pay for the exact same drugs? Why why should the United States pay more for American? pharmaceutical than other countries pay for them. Yeah. Uh, and yet we don't change that when we actually can. And mm -hmm. we're the, I think those are the kind of things. That's what I mean by capitulation. Yeah, and, because and, you're getting money from these companies. Right. They're supporting you financially. And you can't tell me when you vote in favor of them that it's not impacting your vote. It's not just that, that they have, you know, lobbyists, uh, That's you right. know, there that they're paid, for and dollars. they're there, they're pressed for, yeah, and they're they're pressing their you know, the corporate point of view on all the lawmakers that are there, and they're not necessarily hearing the other side because we don't have <laughs> lobbyists most of the time representing people. We have huge numbers, <laughs> but a very small voice. Right, right. Which is why I think like some of the, the reforms that Elizabeth Warren has proposed are so important because it, you know, kind of uh, puts a firewall uh, with um, lobbyists and it, it keeps members from Congress from, you know, just immediately going to become a lobbyist right after they leave Congress. So oh. they can't just cash in immediately. I, yeah, I totally agree. I think that 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 legislation uh, is definitely legislation that should be passed. You cannot leave office and go become a lobbyist. Mm -hmm. I, I think that that that's, should be verboten. Uh, it definitely doesn't serve our country. 
Right. It serves your private your your income, but it doesn't serve our country, and it's not it's not righteous. Um, and you, you know, know the, to those get... are problems, and those are things. I mean, we talked about this last week too. There's like 400 and some odd bills that they've passed in the House that that uh, Moscow Mitch won't let on the floor of the Senate. Right. Uh, there's there are Senate bills that they won't let on the floor of the Senate, and uh, these are things that. That are important that will really help our country. These were things that will make a difference, mm-hmm. you know, and matter to us and, and impact on everyday Americans' lives in a positive way. I mean, that's a, it's a huge problem. And I hope the people in Kentucky, anybody in Kentucky listening to this, please get out there and get McConnell out of office. You know, either of the two candidates that are possibilities of running for Senate there in uh, Kentucky are much better choices than Mitch McConnell. You know, he is so corrupt. And and, And that's our biggest problem. I remember, oh my goodness, it's at least 10 years ago that, um, um, What's the organization that uh, said, never mind. Anyway, they said, what is your top issue? And I put down corruption. Right. You know, to me, that that is the the root of all of it. Yeah. That that's one of the reasons why I've been such a big supporter of Elizabeth Warren, because she is the only one talking about corruption and how to get rid of it. Well. Now Bernie talks about it too. Don't go there that he's the, she's the only one because no. Bernie Sanders and, and Elizabeth are right hand in glove with that. Yeah, but he's he's more about the idea that we need a political revolution, but she's about let's here's some concrete plans on how we can get rid of corruption so we can actually get what we want. Well, I like Elizabeth Warren, but I'm a Bernie girl and um <laughs> No, I do. I wouldn't have a problem with Elizabeth Warren at all. I would not. Because I think, though, even though she changed some of her views, moved them a little, you know, a little, little, little bit cozier to the to to the corporate uh, view just to make it easier. And I get that. I understand that. But the the thing is, I disagree I, with that. Statement. Well, I, I well, I know you do, but but I'm right. I disagree with that <laughs> statement too. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I had a card. I, you know, I, I buy cards ahead of time for people, and you know, I, I, I'll go in the drawer. Oh, it's so, somebody's birthday. Let me go through and see what I have in birthday cards. I had this card that I never gave my husband, but I would go in and look at it. It said, "Like I always tell you, darling, I'm right and you're wrong." <laughs> I never had to give it to him. It just made me feel good to look at it. So, darling Eric, I'm <laughs> sending you this card etherically. <laughs> anyway, you know it's okay to know you're right. You don't have to. You know you don't have to prove it. Sure. <laughs> no, we can agree to disagree, but we can. Yeah. No, I'm I'm playing with you. You know that. But Elizabeth Warren is a person of integrity mm-hmm. and honor, and and she's she's authentic, and I that's good for me. She doesn't say one thing and do another. Uh, she, she's a, she is right up there. But if you look that, well, well, I don't want to go into more of that right now because I'm looking at saying, hey, I think it's time we take a break. I want to come back and talk more about uh, why we've had this increased UFO activity recently. Doesn't that fascinate you? I mean, everything we're talking about really does connect with the increased UFO activity. And I know you're going to say, why why would that be? But we're going to talk about it. As soon as we come back from break, you are listening to Susan Harmon Experience. She on Alternative Talk Radio, KKNW. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed numerologist Michael John Fierro to talk about the significance of the new year and the new decade. On Saturday, Corey Cooper, world-renowned expert on all things Elvis, talks about the king of rock and roll and his amazing legacy. Great guests bringing fascinating talks since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Susan Harmon is offering her skills as an intuitive counselor, medium, and energy healer 
via phone or Skype with her audience at a reduced rate of $40 for the first half hour. Susan listens to your guidance and gives what is needed for you in the present moment. Email susan at susanharmon.com and put I love the Susan Harmon Hour in the subject line. This is a limited time offer, so set up your appointment by emailing susan at susanharmon.com today. In March 2016, Melinda Rabine received the Right Now Today Humanitarian Award for her work on a film about domestic violence called Asylum, which was also awarded Best Narrative Short at the 2018 Cinema on the Bayou Film Festival. Now she's turned her talents to making a new documentary, Stories of Us, Camp Second Chance. In the process, she embedded herself in the camp during the snows of winter, spending Christmas there and returning for numerous visits since. Rabide chose the beauty and humanity of the homeless residents and builds a bridge of compassion in this compelling look at the common threads that bind us all. Interested in knowing more? Contact Melinda Rabine. Email melindarabine at gmail.com. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. All right, so... One of the things that Heather would do, um, Heather Sherrick is here as my guest on this, and uh, a lot of a lot of the stuff she did turned pages quietly. Okay. A lot of the stuff that she did uh, up in Washington, she lived over near Ocean Shores uh, before they sold their property and moved uh, down here, uh, where they're still looking. They're not sure exactly where they're settling, but they're honing in, right? Yeah, we're looking. I'm not sure where we're going to go, but we're here now. <laughs> and and the, so there's several floating several ideas. One, uh, getting a home base and then having a motor home to go and work with the water protectors around the country. Right. And meanwhile, uh, tell, us a, tell the audience a little bit about... Uh, What's happening or what? what well, about... How you used to talk to the ships in Washington, and then what happened when you moved out here in November? Oh, okay. Well, it started that. Do you want me to tell them what happened that the one sure. night? Okay. Well, whatever, whatever works for you. Well, it. This episode started because this has been happening actually my whole life, or most of my life, um, seeing spaceships or communicating with the UFOs. However, you want to put it um one night when we had moved from seattle out to um ocean shores hoquiam um we were coming back home as about two or three in the morning gone um, to the casino gone to the casino <laughs> you know and uh had a little bit to drink but not you know obliterated or anything like that but i'm looking out in the lights you know i'm like wow there's such beautiful lights there's so many lights and and i'm like oh my god that's a a ship, you know, and I'm trying to tell my boyfriend, look, you know, as he's trying to drive, um, look, look, there's a, it's a, sh there's a ship. And as we're coming up to this stop sign, all of a sudden this red light and this white light come and we're like, I'm like, look, they're UFOs, chase them, chase them. So, you know, we're <laughs> chasing these lights. They're, you're and in a car. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And there's a UFO and you're going to chase it. Two little light there was a huge ufo but there's like these two smaller lights that were supposedly chasing and as we're turning my boyfriend looks at me and he says well if they abduct us will they abduct us with our clothes on or off and it was like <laughs> somebody hit the brakes for me like eh! and i like looked at him like Where, that's why, the why first you... thing you think of when <laughs> something like this is happening and i remember looking at him like you know in disbelief of <laughs> that's where his thoughts went that that's where his thoughts went right and but that's the last thing um I really remember and then the next morning I woke up with two big bumps on the back of my head and bruises all over um I uh then after that there were some strange things that started sort of waking up and seeing lights these lights in the um in the sky um and so i'd be writing down the different times and numbers and certain things would 
strange things would happen, and I would call my mom, and, and my, <laughs> and I'd try and get, you know, because my boyfriend is not the kind of person that's going to be like, he doesn't even really like talking about this right anymore, because he's like, I don't want to know. No, this <laughs> didn't happen. This is not happening. Well, okay, so she would tell me a lot of this, and I took a great deal of with a grain of a grain of salt, even though I had my own experiences uh, with ships. Uh, when I was about fourteen, uh, we lived in Arkansas, and this oval-shaped uh, vehicle of some sort was hovering over the lake with orange lights flashing up and down and around and all. And I had a period of time that I don't remember that there was a time when I was seeing the ship and then there was hours passed before I remember something that happened. And at that point, I started drawing this face and it was like a large forehead and a little narrow chin with very large eyes and a little tiny uh, nose holes and a little tiny mouth. And you know how you doodle in school? And I would draw that face over and over and over again for years. And uh, the next time I saw it somewhere else was on the front of Stribley's uh, book, uh, Abduction on UFOs, which I found, oh, that's interesting. So... It doesn't surprise me that Heather, and she did have experiences in, um, in when we lived in Santa Fe well, with ships. So it's it was a surprise. But at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, well, how much is her imagination and how much is this really? So I go out to their house. Oh, yeah. and Because yeah. um, I'm like sitting there like thinking to the ships, I'm do something so when my mom comes, she's, she can see that, you know, what I'm talking about. So that she's just not creating. She's seeing a satellite. And she's making it be something else. Do you know what I mean? Well, because this is some other, some, some strange things were happening along with these things. But anyway, um, so when she did come out, though, because I, right where I live, there was a portal there because I'd seen them coming in All and out. pop in and, and then pop, pop out. out of the the area um and also there were secret military bases um over there where you uh it's in grace county so it's it's Grace's like gray all the time you wouldn't see a lot of stuff in the in the sky you know normally but anyway when she came to visit a ship went and i said stop and the ship literally stopped went back and I'm like, yes, thank you, because mom's like, she could see it. It was well, it, it came down lower, and then it went in a straight line, and then, and then we said something else. Um, can you go? Can you turn? Can you, and it and turned. It, it went back the other direction. I was not drinking. I don't smoke <laughs> anything. <laughs> and now, so, I, and you so, might want to question me. But <laughs> she definitely wasn't. But I know I was sober. Um, but I wanted to be sure because, you know, I love my daughter. I love you. You know, yeah, I love you. you right? <laughs> but I wanted to make sure she wasn't just um, seriously imagining things. Right. Seeing a satellite and it's like, because I've done that. What is that up there? And it turns out it's a satellite, you know. So then, well, satellites don't do what this thing was doing. Right. And Okay, so. And it came down low. And it came down low. And so that was nice for that. I was very thankful. Thank you guys again for that one. But um, so then, you know, we we saw the house and um, I wanted to go to um, Santa Fe for Thanksgiving. Um, I wanted my mom to go, but she had to watch my 109 year old cat, uh, Maximus. <laughs> anyway, um, my best friend's the youngest of 20 kids, and her older sister, um, who's just got back in with the family, um, came over for Thanksgiving and was telling a story that she was driving out by the, um, coming um, from Tezuka. Tezuka, New Mexico. Yeah, by the opera. And where, that's up north of Santa Fe. Right, north yeah. of Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. And she was coming back into Santa Fe. Um and she almost hit this man, and um, she looked in the rearview mirror, and she's like, she saw a tail, like a lizard tail. And she went and drove back and saw this person, this 
being. man is being, but it was a, a lizard. And all of the family were like, oh, no, we don't believe, you know, that she's not, you know, and I'm like, she is telling the truth because I said, I was trying to tell him there's been many people who have seen the lizard people, the Lizzie people is what the, a lot of the locals, right, were. And so when I, I came back to Arizona and I saw the millionaire matchmaker on a TV show called um, Scared to Death. She went to Ojo Caliente, which is where you I were. went to Ojo Caliente. And a medicine woman there told her about the Lizzie people. Well, she was thinking that this lady, you know, might have had a couple, couple drinks, drinks too much, you know. <laughs> yeah. And she was going down to Albuquerque to bless um, a healing center. But before she left, she stopped at this, like, taco. They, were, they stopped at this taco cart before they left Santa Fe. And she looked in this... Um, guy went to pay ahead of her and she saw like a reptilian hand <laughs> and um when he was done paying he turned around and it was a rep, the rep it was a reptilian wanting her to see him right so it just was really interesting that this lady went on the same path that I did and then when I came back I saw the show um with that with that and then I kept telling my mom I'm like the ships followed us in here. And of course us. I, you know, I, I am, I am seriously one of those people. I've had a lot of experiences, but I always check everything third dimensionally first. I mean, I, I want to know that I'm not making something up. So then I go into um, the bathroom window here, like almost every night because they're coming and I'm seeing them. And so I decide I'm like, you know what, I'm going to look. I go and I Google it, and so, there's hundreds of people that are seeing these same well, things. Which is interesting, because this is recent sightings. She said, Mom, they followed me down here. I'm like, okay. If if that, that's 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 nice, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes on online, and all of a sudden, in, starting in early November, the f that first weekend when she first saw them, when I came in, when she came there was in, a huge she, thunderstorm. There was this huge, th huge thunderstorm, and which they love because they can hide. I'm behind completely all out though. I didn't even hear the thunderstorm whatsoever. I was, it was out. lightning and thunder. It was really loud, which we don't get a lot around here. But I've also been known to sleep through stuff <laughs> like that anyway. Yeah, yeah. But so then I go on and I look and there's the pictures of them. People have pictures. Of exactly what she exact saw. ships that I've been describing for, God, over a year now, at least. Over, right. Yeah, it's been over know. a year. But now there's all these people here in the. Hundreds of sightings. Hundreds. Just in the last month. Yeah. Two months, uh -huh. basically. Yeah. yeah. November, December. Yeah. And it's, it's very interesting. And the funny thing to me was. She uh, is saying, see the ships up there? And I'm not see. I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't see it. All of a sudden, I see this flash of light. Huge, just flash of light in the sky. And I'm like, I saw that. She didn't see the flash of light. But other people did. And some people took pictures of it. And so oh, it's yeah. on. Go online. You'll see it. Oh, um, really? So Strange line of lights in the sky reported multiple readers December 24, 2009, Phoenix area, northern Montana, they, uh, all over. They've been all over in Western. So the reason I, I wanted to do this show today with this increased uh, UFO sightings, there, and there it is increased, and the fact that uh, our fearless leader decided that it was a good time to do a drone strike on the Iranian general. I am not saying that this guy is somebody that I want to sit down and have tea with. That's not my point. These, As Eric uh, alluded to earlier, these are very complex uh, situations in the Middle East. They, they don't call for easy solutions. But, you know... Uh, there's a reason for all this. There's though. there's always a reason for everything that is more than we know. I mean, I do not know what what the whole plan is, but I will tell you this. I have faith that everything is going to work as it's supposed to even if it doesn't look right. And I'm going to tell you the most important thing that I can ever share with you. Always act from a place of love 
and faith. If you make your decisions based in fear, if everything you do is because you're afraid, you're not going to win. You've already lost because you're in fear. So that is the one thing that I can do that that hopefully is helpful for the people listening to this show is let go of your fear. Let go of your fear. If people don't agree with you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. I was playing with Eric when, well, I'm right and you're wrong because it's funny because it doesn't even matter. Right or wrong doesn't make any difference. It's do you come from a place of love? And that's all you need is love. Do, 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 do. So that, that's what I had um, been when I, I've seen one of the things is there is a new planet. It's being created and um, that's what they're going to base their laws on is based around love. Is yes. this acting in integrity? Is this acting in love? Is this a loving act? You know, obviously bombing people is not a loving act. So those well, types I mean, of things you, you, you do have world, to, basically. it begs the question, what kind, what kind of a species sends its young out to kill each other? I mean, it's <laughs> not a very loving act. That's not, uh, not something that we really need to do. And if we release fear, because that's all hate is, is fear. Hate is, is I hate you because I'm you scared. scare me. And I'm doing this because I'm afraid. So fear is the lock on our prison cell. And if we as a species want to advance and want to evolve, which I believe we do. I, I really believe. This is why one of the reasons I quote that 70% of Americans want this. 58% of Americans want this. Da-da-da-da. These are all policies that are, these ideas, these things we want and desire are being ignored for policies that only benefit a handful of people. And so I'm saying numbers matter in the sense that you cannot lose hope. You cannot let fear rule you. You cannot give up. You must stand up and say, I want to do what will benefit my brothers and sisters and Everybody is my brother and sister. And if you say, it's all right to put little brown children in cages because they don't belong here, then you've forgotten who your brothers and sisters are. And your brothers and sisters are everyone. All human beings are your family. And if you can't understand that, you need to go back and examine yourself on why that's you have the inability to understand that you are part of the family of human. Is that correct? And Heather is thoroughly convinced, and I, I agree with her, that these uh, ships that she's seeing are here for our benefit. They are not here to hurt us or harm us, but they're here for our benefit, right? Of course. Contrary of course. to many movies that you see. <laughs> <laughs> well, if people don't, I don't know, we are, pretty soon it's going to be a time when it's going to be like Star Wars where we're walking down and people from this planet, that planet are hanging and we're, it's going to be so yeah. normal. It, it, it's only, we can't even get along with different shades of each other. Well, get ready. <laughs> get ready because it's coming. So, you Start know, learning to get along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and what makes you different than me? Cause frankly, every single one of us is a little precious snowflake. Not in the sense of like, I'll melt if you look at me wrong, but in the sense that every snowflake is unique. There's no two snowflakes alike. Speaking of snowflakes, you know, our, our, our metabolism, we are made of water and water. Right. Crystalline. Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Water yeah. crystals. Uh, Who did that experiment? Emoto. Emoto. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I gave him a bottle of my water, you know, the holy water that I use, it's from over 300 uh, sacred sites around the planet. And I've activated it, new moon, full moon, equinox, solstice. Did he do an experiment on that one? I don't know what he did with it. I gave it to cool. him and off he went, and off I went. I have no idea. His experiment was really, really right. cool. Though. I would really, love really to, cool. I would love to see if he had, but it doesn't even, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Right. You know, it doesn't matter what I know or but what I don't the, know. Yeah, his experiment was really, really awesome. Considering that we are ninety, what ninety percent water, we're we're a lot of water. Yeah, Remember, so there was a Star Wars thing being attacking. You know, like so, if we had a, lived in a world where we cared about our water, hello, loving and caring about our water because we are water. water. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's literal life. Water is water life. is life, and uh, these are things we need to know, um, and we need to share, and we need to to be at peace with. And when we talk to other people about it, we don't have to scream and holler at them. That is why Standing Rock was and is still so important because the new warrior is a warrior of peace. It isn't about fighting or being anger or using weapons. It's about loving, you know, and we talk about that. The early Christians, that was, you know, the last time that we came around. This is the, the Aquarian age. You know, every age is roughly around 2000 years. And I say roughly because it depends on how you count, yeah. but you know, in those days, the early Christians were uh, people that they could be torn apart by lions and had smiles on their face because they were at peace with whatever happened. Right. Or when they went, they three, they sent the three in there and to burn them to burn them to death, and they the fire didn't touch them. The fire either. didn't touch them because they were in a they were in, in that in an altered state. An altered state. Right. And, you know, there's so much we don't know. We can regrow uh, limbs that, uh, you know, are damaged. We can, we can live thousands we can of do, years. Men can, can produce breast milk. I mean, it's not, you know, this is not a, 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 a yeah, I know some people think that's crazy. Nice. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> carrying the baby in a little papoose on your chest is a beginning. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Give the guys... Give the guys a break, okay? okay. So there, there is one, one listener that I have that thinks I pick on men all the time, but I don't think I do. I like men. Anyway, we have, uh, we've slid back down from the <laughs> skies where we were seeing the thing, and we only have a couple of minutes left. So um, Keep looking up, guys. Look up in the sky. Go yeah. out. If you wake up in the middle of the night, get up, go up and go and out and look why. and yeah. see why. Maybe they're calling you. Uh, you might want to check it out. Walk outside and look up in the sky and see what's going on. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's looking up in the sky. Most people don't. They, I came out of my house one time in Santa Fe, and I, I looked up like I always do. And not, I'm telling you, it was not 100 feet above me. was this huge ship with rolling lights all around the bottom of it. You couldn't hear a sound. And I said to my girlfriend, who had come to pay, I said, look at that. She goes, what? Look up. I said, oh, my God. I said, oh, my God. What's that? I said, and yeah. she said, you can't hear anything. I said, no, it doesn't make a sound. But the lights were rolling. And unless you looked up, you wouldn't know it was there. Oh, look up in the sky and look down on the ground for coins because that's good luck. <laughs> so up and down and around, around we go. And 2020 is the beginning of a new decade, the beginning of a new year. And 2020 is what we say our vision, perfect vision, is 2020. So this is the year when we will see so much that's going on. But there's one thing I'd like you to kind of bring forward with this as we move into this new year and we move into this new decade. And that is to always remember to keep on dancing. <laughs> 